Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel or stream it from scmsynergy.com. Our guest today is a friend of mine, Richard Zwicky, CEO of Inquisit Search Analytics. Uh, along with being a certified Omniture agent, of course, as Bruce Clay is and things like that, uh, Inquisit and Bruce Clay have teamed up to offer our customers uh, his award-winning search marketing analytics platform. It's unique. Uh, I think you're really going to like hearing the interview. It's going to be really good. Uh, right now, I thought we'd discuss how analytics helps site owners and SEO spot visitor trends, which, of course, uh, helps you improve your site. I thought I would sort of start it a little bit here. Uh, for those of you who have listened before, you know I'm a big fan of analytics. It's the only way to really measure if SEO is working. Um, we've run into a lot of cases as an SEO where we come in, we do wonderful things. Uh, however, at the client end, sometimes they change staff or uh, the people that are working on the project. Uh, somehow, the guy that signs the checks don't really hear how well things are going. and They don't know that SEO is working or not working. Uh, we periodically have to come in, dig into their analytics, produce reports, and show them, oh, yeah, you had a 100% increase in traffic over this project. And they won't even know it if they don't look at analytics. So analytics is the kind of thing you have to engage. I think the big advantage of online marketing anyway is that it is trackable. And if you're not using these kinds of tools, you know, you might as well be go back to throwing it at TV ads, right? Right. One of the things that I think Richard... Uh, is going to talk about in his interview, which is, as I said, coming up next, is the real advantage of being able to segment the data and understand the potential of near-miss SEO. That's sort of a different way of describing SEO. You're on page two and you're getting traffic, imagine page one kind of stuff. And, and obviously that is one use of analytics, the other use is to figure out what they're doing when they come to your site. Things like bounce rate or, or time on page or pages per visitor or even unique visitors, all of that is pretty important. One of the things we find out, though, when we look at analytics on a site is a lot of people don't understand exactly what they want. Yeah, I think that there's a sort of a sense that as long as you put the analytics on your website and you're tracking something, that's all you need to do. <laughs> right? <laughs> like the data itself is the analytics. You actually have to apply analysis for it to become analytics. And and I think a lot of people want to skip that part. Basically. Well, I'm fond of saying there's a difference between data and wisdom. Right. I mean, truly, uh, analytics can overwhelm anybody with data. I yeah, mean, absolutely. Absolutely. There's a million different things out there. And 
how do you know what the information you need is? It, you know, it's, it's kind of like um, our toolbar, where there are a lot of really fantastic toolbars out there, and they will give you all sorts of information. But when we, you know, looked at building ours, we thought, well, what do we actually need? What, what are we actually looking at when we go out and do this? And that's what went into our toolbar. And it's kind of the same thing with analytics. You need to know what you're going to be looking for and not just be taking every piece of data that comes at you and assuming it means something. Well, analytics falls into the mountain of data problem. I mean, we invented a tool called PathMaps, not so much to be yet another analytics tool, but because most of the analytics tools looked at like a month, looked at large volumes of data and were able to produce interesting uh, trending kinds of reports and most often taken path and we just wanted to find out what did they just do to us <laughs> and analytics is useful as a diagnostic tool uh, almost as much as uh, it's used to justify that oh yeah we are seeing more traffic and yes it is coming from this and and there are more people interested in that and this uh, segment of a uh, community is sending us a lot of traffic all of a sudden or social media is actually working after talking with um, Richard, one of the things that's really exciting about his platform is that it really does kind of package it for the search marketer. And uh, it's not just like that stream of data that's just at you, but it, it breaks it down into actionable segments and stuff like that. So that's probably something that you'll really want to be looking for when you're looking for an analytics solution. That's a really fantastic thing. I have a friend who you know owns her own business online and you know, I was looking at it, and I started. And I was looking at it as you do, and you start thinking about the actual SEO side of it. And I started asking her some questions about you know her traffic and where people come in and where they leave and the other thing. She's like, I have no idea. I don't have time to do the analytics. And I was like, Well, you know, you can install Google Analytics. You know, she's like, I don't have the money out of the time. I was like, Well, Google Analytics is free. She's like, But I don't have the time. You know, and I don't know anything about it, and I don't have the time to learn it. And that's kind of one of those things where it's like. How do you not have the time to sit back and be like, okay, I will invest this time here so that in the long run I get back so much more? Yeah, it's it's an issue of how do you spend your money. I mean, time is money. Yeah, um, absolutely. We have a lot of people that have used us and are talking to us now more than ever about the Omniture tools. I mean, our rate is $98 per 100,000 page loads. We're able to put Omniture on small sites and yeah. give them data that they've never seen. The, the the dashboards, the you don't need to be an analyst to see that old oh, traffic's going up things. So, uh, yeah, I think that we're going to see that analytics is going to be a part of every marketing program. It isn't as, oh, it's those engineer things anymore. Yeah, it's definitely. part of marketing. Definitely. It's time for a short break, but afterwards I'm sure Richard will get into that. Um, Virginia is speaking to him when we come back. And we will learn more about search analytics platforms to help your business thrive online. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. 
When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic. With over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield, their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search. ABCsearch.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Webcology, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search Engine Marketing Formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and before the break, Bruce, Susan, and I were talking about how analytics data helps you spot trends in your visitors' behavior, which you can leverage to improve your site. And it's not a coincidence that we have a special visitor in the Bruce Clay offices today. Uh, Richard Zwicky, the CEO of Inquisit Search Analytics, is here visiting us. Uh, And I'm guessing it's in part because of a partnership that Bruce Clay Inc. and Inquisit have formed. That's correct. I mean, uh, we uh, entered an agreement with Bruce Clay a couple of months ago and uh, are rolling through implementation and looking at uh, more and more ways to work together. It's a great company, and we look forward to developing a long and profitable relationship for all. I think it will be. Um, But as a little info for our listeners, the Inquisit Pro platform was named the technology platform search marketers can't live without at last year's SES San Jose. So what would customers be getting through these services? So Inquisit is a search analytics company, so we don't do the regular web analytics. We actually built a platform specifically for search marketers because none of us wants to spend the time just looking at data. We actually want to go and do the work. And one of the worst things with general analytics is you have to wade through reams of data to get to the point of having actionable information. We basically shorten that up, 
so that you can get to what you need to do to go do your job as opposed to sitting there and trying to figure out what to do next. We help guide you through that process. That's actually awesome because one of the questions I had here was analytics or web analytics as we know them is Mm -hmm. often kind of daunting. It just seems like so much information. What do you do? Where do you go from here? So this package basically breaks it all out for you. It breaks it all out specifically for the search marketer around what are you focusing on? Yeah, I like that. Um, so at SES London, you're also going to be speaking. Yep. And uh, you're, you're on several panels, speaking, moderating, doing the whole rounds. Yeah, do the routine. <laughs> um, one of them is measuring success in the 2.0 world. So then how has Web 2.0 changed what we need to be looking at? Sure. So, you know, in any business, you've got certain metrics you look for. And the easiest business is when you have a sale. Conversion is pretty straightforward. But in the 2.0 world, you have a lot of different ways to monetize your traffic along the way and a lot of different points you look for. It may be in respect to visitors who sign up on a newsletter, or it may be how people actually arrive and progress through your site, and then where do they go next? You've got a lot of different data points or different pieces of information or different ways you want to acquire customers, different reasons. And when you're measuring success accordingly, you also need not just to look at, you know, in 1.0, which is the traditional analytics, you look at all your referrals. But you might only care about your referrals that came from within the U.S. You don't want to look at the rest of the world. So that's important. When you're measuring success in the 2.0, you're actually trying to measure the real customer and the real outcome, as opposed to taking a look at the universe of what's going on and extracting what part of it's meaningful. In 2.0, you get to the specifics. You segment it out and you get defined information against defined, you know, you define your outcome, you look at the data. Are people having a hard time figuring out what the new conversions are? Well, I think the challenge for people isn't figuring out what their new conversions are because everybody knows what it is in their business. The challenge is to get everybody who you're working with to understand your metrics and what's important to you. And that is a challenge because it's just like in any other industry. We're all used to the terms and accustomed to the terms we speak in and what we talk about every day. We talk about SEO. We say to somebody who isn't involved in the Internet at all that we're involved in SEO and they look at us like we're from the moon. Right? It's one of the challenges we have. And in every industry, you've got exactly the same sorts of challenges. So knowing what you're trying to measure is one thing, but being able to engage with firms to help you measure, to help drive in traffic, and to make them understand what your goals are is an ongoing process, an ongoing challenge. Um, One of the things that comes up a lot in the Web 2.0 world is reputation management, Mm -hmm. which is uh, related to another panel that you're going to be moderating, moderating Mm -hmm. brand and reputation management. Um, Is that something that companies are coming to you for, for analytics? They are. And it's interesting, you know, in, in analytics, you want to actually be able to understand how is your brand being used and how are people applying it or visiting your site from it. So we deal, uh, one of the sites we track is a large encyclopedia. And it's amazing the various permutations and ways people type in their name or the word encyclopedia. Now, they need to understand the whole tale of how people type in any of those related terms to understand what people are thinking in terms of this is a great product or you're able to actually decipher from because 
let me slow down and go back a second, but one of the beauties about analytics, if you have it set up right and if you're actually looking at the data properly, is it's really the way you can listen to your customers. So when you think about measuring success in the 2.0 world, in traditional business, like a brick-and-mortar retail operation, you've got a store, you see people walk in, you see what they look at, what they're not interested in, you gauge their reactions, and you're able to understand the flow of, their, of the business through the store to a conversion. So you actually arrange your merchandise, you arrange the layout of your store to help improve the conversions. And it's a tried-and-true process. On the net, there is no such interaction that you can look at But if you listen to your customers, which is what analytics does, search analytics allows you to do, you're actually able to see why did they come in, what was their intent, what were they looking for, and also by the phrasing that comes in with that, was it a positive or was it a negative? And so when you combine those two thoughts about reputation management and measuring success, you're actually able to start building a picture of your image on the net and what's successful and what drives your success or how you can improve it. I like that analogy because, yeah, I can imagine, you know, somebody walking through your site as if it was like a store or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, okay, so then there's this other session that you're speaking on, be- uh, building a better economic model. Can you give us a primer? Uh, because the description of the session says that there are new economic models in online marketing. And as I understood it, Paid search marketing, for instance, is already one of the best performing um, marketing methods. Mm-hmm. So, is it getting better? Paid search is a perfect economic model where the agency sits down with the advertiser and they're not haggling over a fee. They're negotiating based on a percentage of spend that they will earn. And if they're successful, the campaign spend goes up and they earn more money. So, everybody's success is tied together. Unfortunately, in other areas of online marketing, that hasn't held true for two reasons. One, there was different traditions, um, but more meaningfully, there wasn't a good way to measure it. But we're on the cusp of actually being able to measure everything in the same way and value things the same way as we traditionally have in PPC, in terms of we're actually not focusing on a cost per click, which is the cost of spend, but on actually tying it to that conversion, whatever conversion means to you. So conversion may be a sale. It may be that you actually earn your revenue off of uh, the number of page views because you're selling and time on site because you're selling the advertising accordingly. Or it may be the people who actually arrive at my site and click on ads, so I need to figure out how I'm monetizing that through the flow-through. It doesn't really matter in that what your goal is of, of conversion, of value point. The re- but the, what does matter is if you can tie a value to that conversion and then a value to the customer acquisition – you can pay your SEO firm, your email marketing firm, the firm you use to do newsletters or email blasts. It doesn't really matter. You can pay everybody for performance. Do a good job. Bring me lots of customers. And as I make a sale, we both win. So there's no maximum cap. One of the challenges everybody has today is you're negotiating a fee, and you're negotiating that fee. And the customer wants to pay as little as possible for as much as possible. And so the advertiser's in that position. The agency looks at it, and of course they want to earn and do a great job for the advertiser, and they want to deliver full value. But they're constrained by if the contract is 1000 or $2,000 a month, they'll look at it, and let's say they work out that their rate is $200. So if it's a $1,000 contract, it's five hours work. So they're constrained by the amount of uh, potential they can drive to that customer site by the limit of what they're earning. So... 
when we actually start looking at the model based on conversion value, now all of a sudden we're looking at there should, doesn't need to be a limit in terms of the value I can drive to you because I'm driving it to myself as well. If we both win at the same time, I'm going to keep working as hard as possible and uh, wring every ounce of potential out of that campaign for you because it's in both our interests. So in the, in the new economy that we're experiencing today where you know, the market's crashing, everybody's concerned about where every dollar is going, everybody needs to start thinking about winning together, driving value from the same position where there's no more antagonism, there's no more negotiation in a relationship. It's all based on success because if I'm providing you service and I don't do a good job, your business is going to disappear. And you know what? So is my income stream. If I do a good job for you and you make a lot of sales, I'm going to win too. You know what? And then I'm also going to have tremendous pride in the fact that I drove this campaign through the roof. Because let's, you know, I know a lot of SEOs and I know a lot of great SEOs and they could do so much more for so many businesses and so many companies if they weren't feeling restricted or restrained or constrained by a limit, which they are, which is, you know, by economic necessity. Mm Mm-hmm. But if they actually could drive the full value to the customers they're working with, that customer's business would go through the roof. And why shouldn't everybody win at the same time? Because it's a cost of goods sold question for the customer. They've already fixed that, you know, let's say it's 12% on PBC management. That's great. It's really a customer acquisition cost. So you can do the same thing in other channels. The challenge is you have to have the right model in place. You have to have the right measurement applications. So there's a lot of pieces that go around it. But the time is now for that because the economy is forcing companies to reevaluate everything. And this allows everybody a certain degree of certainty. That's really exciting to me because in the past I've kind of viewed SEO and PPC and the different online marketing channels as like apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. It's hard to even compare. So to, to hear that we're getting to a point where we can actually view them on the same level is very exciting. Yeah, it's, you know, it really is the same. It's just we've been looking at it through strange lenses that we've thought of them as different and we've thought of them as antagonistic. They're not. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we're all out of time, but thank you for coming on the show, Richard. Thank you, Virginia. And uh, you can visit inquisit.com to find out more about the search analytics services. Mm-hmm. Um, and is there anywhere that listeners can go to hear from you? Do you blog on the Inquisit blogger? I blog far too rarely, but I do manage to speak at a lot of the conferences. So, and That's I always true. look forward to chatting with people. So, catch him at SES London coming up, or yeah, and uh, New York, and other shows in between. Certainly, <laughs> uh, stick around. In the next segment, we'll be taking a look at optimizing for the long tail. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Are your domains locked to the max? If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from Internet thieves. 
Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today. Powered by MaxLock. Delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at moniker.com slash MaxLock. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to thousands of subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours article distribution at its easiest one form one click thousands of results get your free account today at articlesender.com that's article s-e-n-d-e-r.com seo 101 on webmasterradio.fm mondays at 5 p.m eastern 2 p.m pacific or on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Susan here with Marianne in Virginia. Earlier on the show, we were talking about analytics data and how it can help you find trends happening on your website. One of the things you'll be able to see um, when you look through your analytics is the long tail phrases that users are using to find your site. Um, so we thought we'd talk a little bit about the long tail and how to optimize for that. Well, um, the long tail, these are all these wondrous little phrases that maybe you don't get a lot of search traffic, but they're, thing, they're, they're very uh, tailored to your content, and, and, you're very, and there are things that you're just going to, maybe, maybe only one or two people are going to search for that a month. But when you combine all of those little terms together, it can be a significant amount of traffic. And, you know, optimizing for all of those individual terms isn't really um, practical. However, just by having relevant content and optimizing your site um, for other words, all those permutations of all those terms can result in a lot of extra traffic as the long tail. Well, and the long tail terms are usually, like you said, more targeted. They're also often better converting because they are so targeted that you're getting in people who show up and they say, oh, this is exactly what I was looking exactly. for. Exactly. That, that's the real benefit of adding content to your site that's exactly about your product or services is that you, you someone who's exactly looking for you for that, you write the content, your content makes you relevant for it, you're ranking, someone clicks on it, you're exactly what they need. And it, one of the things, ways you can find these terms and see if this is happening is looking at your analytics. And that's the best way to, to kind of look at, see what, what kind of terms you're ranking for. Um, See, and then you can go and do keyword research, see if there's any other related terms you can kind of tweak your content for as well. Maybe slightly uh, higher activity terms, things that are also kind of related. So you can either add additional content or tweak your existing content. So, you're, so you'll rank also for those other terms. But the analytics is, has a real wealth of, of data about all of these long tail terms. 
I read that something like 25% of all the searches that bring traffic to your website are like in the long tail, totally unique keywords. So then how do you pick, well, it seems self-explanatory, but you'd be able to pick which ones are the best ones, the most practical use of your time by finding which ones are... Right, well, the- you have to kind of look at your your analytics data um you know we always we sell the omniture for our clients and and manage their omniture accounts um and you know bruce likes to tell that story in training about the guy who sells sheet metal and he has a term that brings him one visitor every six months but when that one visitor comes they buy half a million dollars every time Mm -hmm. And so you could not pry that keyword out of this guy's hands. It's a long-tail keyword. It's incredibly specific, but it converts perfectly because it's exactly the right term. Yeah, and that's and then what you also want to do is when you look at these long-term kind of if there's a term that really converts well, you may want to look at how you can maybe you're ranking number your number three in Google for it. How can you increase your rankings to the number one? How can you do more content around that to maybe relate do to rank for some additional related keywords? But you know, long tail isn't something that you um, need to look at a lot. You can you can see the results from analytics, but it's really adding content in that's related to your subject is the best way to really rank for it. It's one of those side effects things, and then you can see the results and and adjust from there. Well, when you say side effects, it's really a side effect of siloing in a lot of cases. Yes. If you're siloing your site correctly, you're able to dig really deep and be really relevant. Exactly, it's creating a lot of relevancy and a lot of, and it's also making your link, your site much more spiderable as well. And getting those deeper pages that on a lot of sites you'll have a deeper page that uh, it won't even be indexed because there's no links to it. But as long as you're doing good cross-linking, you're creating this siloed uh, um, silo effect where all of the relevant pages are linking together. Then you're adding, you have all of that content. It's ultra relevant for that topic, which that person is specifically searching for. And when you have a four or five word search phrase, that person is looking specifically for something. They're on a mission to find something. And if your site is what they are looking for, you want them to be able to find you with those kind of terms. I wanted to mention some other places that the long tail might be fitting other than your own site, um, like descriptions on business or local directories, um, that's a good place to put these kind of descriptions as well as um, they also often occur in user reviews and things Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, user-generated content, a lot of times you can't count on that. You can't count on your users to put the keywords, your major keywords, in their reviews of your products or some sort of any other content. But when, when you are, have users generating content on a forum or in comment sections or in um, user reviews, they are a wealth of, of, of long tail. Because, oh, yeah. you know, also the thing about long tail is they can be misspellings. Um, it can be things like that. You wouldn't want to put on your website yourself, but hey, if your users happen to misspell your major keywords in a way that other people might misspell it, that can work. Yeah. Well, and that's a really good point is that, you know, the long tail, targeting a long tail keyword doesn't take a lot of effort because by its very nature, it's not going to be out there a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's typing in a search phrase that's five words long, the likelihood that, or five or six or seven words long, the likelihood that someone else out there is going to match that search phrase as well as you do is much, much smaller. You know, the the combination of 
Virginia Susan Bruce Clay optimization puppies is so narrow. <laughs> I mean, there's there's just not going to be a lot of sites out there, and, and long tail keywords are like that. So someone comes here, they're looking for me and Virginia and Bruce, and they're looking for a blog entry about puppies. Okay, they'll find it. Yeah, they'll, they're going to find it. That's <laughs> yeah. that's very targeted. They know what they're looking for. They're just stringing the words together to get there. Mm-hmm. That's it for this week's show. Thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. And um, also invite our listeners to send questions, comments, anything, requests over to SEMSynergy at BruceClay.com. This is Virginia. On behalf of Susan, Marianne, Bruce, the whole gang, come back next week for more industry insights and experts. You can also visit SEMSynergy.com for info on this week's guest and topics. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy.